Hey, so yeah, I'm back and uh, it's a new day. You know, I'm not as tired. I was a little beat up, a little exhausted when I was recording last night. I'm sure you guys could tell. I, mean, I wasn't that bad, but man, I was ready to fall asleep on you guys. But just been overworked, man. I mentioned guys, I work uh, 60 to 70 hours a week and. It's taking a toll on me a little bit, a little bit, but, uh, you know, you just get a couple of those rest days and it's all good, you know, you're right back in it, and pretty excited Anchor, the app I use, offered me a uh, little, little advertised contract, so you'll be hearing some ads now, unfortunately, but, um, yeah, I'll be compensated for that, and you guys should start your own, man. Let's start a little, you know, kind of like Bill Burr and them have an all things comedy podcast group. We could make our own little group, and uh, everyone, you know, kind of advertise each other, come on each other's shows, and uh, let's do this thing communal. Let's do a little communal thing. Too much, too much, um... Too much division today in America. Let's let's try some communal work, and uh, yeah. So give it a shot, man. Even if it just give anchor a, give anchor a shot. It's a pretty great app, easy to use, and pretty cool how they they pretty much do all the work for you. It's like the iMovie of podcasting, but not as shitty as uh, iMovie. Um. So, I just want to say that, uh, I'll be right, be, uh, be right back, actually, um, just, just starting, I just wanted to get into the, the next part of this podcast, and let you guys know I'm back, and I'm back in action, I'm back, I'm coming in hot today, boys, let's go, let's do this thing, let's go. Alright, so I'm uh, doing my week 13 pick 'em. The old pick 'em of uh, what you call it there, you know. You, you do the uh, NFL pick 'em when you pick which team's gonna win each week, and then you put how confident based on how many games there are that week. So if there's 15 games that week and you're sure the Patriots are gonna win, you put 15 points on them, and then you can uh, you go down the line um, for each team. So I'm gonna do this week 13 live on air, just so you guys can see how dumb I am. No, actually I'm in the money right now out of a couple hundred people. I'm in the money place-wise. I think I'm in uh, 12. And I would get some good money if I stay there by the end of the end of the season. So let's go down the line here. Saints Cowboys tonight on da 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 do 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 that might be Monday night, but Thursday night football. Let's go. And that's a lock. I'm picking the Saints all day. I know the Cowboys are kind of on the rise, bruh. They're kind of coming up. You know, they're showing they ain't 
they ain't no scrubs but um yeah we got the saints and i'm gonna do all the points last to see the matchups we got the ravens and the falcons but ravens falcons now the ravens look like doo-doo so i think i'm gonna pick the falcons on this one and that's sad but uh, i mean how can you pick how can you pick the ravens man you know uh, let me take a it's in it's a, a home game for the falcons which is a big deciding factor for me um let's go to espn sports here and check off um see i like to look at the last five games or whatever of the team and then the points allowed and points for each team as i make these picks um yeah great my app sports espn is never gonna load so screw them i say or let's say let's see um i'll try it one more time espn but you're getting to me Yeah, screw them. Screw them, Ravens. Sorry, bro. I'm not even going to give you a chance. Alright. Now, Denver, Cincy. It's too many injuries for Cincy, even though it's in Cincy. Denver Broncos, that defense been been doing some upsets, so I got Denver. Lions, Rams. The Rams all day since the Lions just lost to Chase Daniel. Uh, and a pretty similar defense, even though I think the Bears' defense is better than the Rams. Packers-Cardinals. I'd love to pick the Cardinals, but I'm going to be real. It's in Green, but it's in Lambeau, so pack. Dolphins-Bills. Now, that's a tough one. And I'm actually going to pick the Bills, even though it's in Miami. Bears-Giants. bears Chargers Steelers. Now there's a game. That is a tough call. I think I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh it's in Pittsburgh though. Ooh, Nelly. I don't know. That's a, I don't like that one. I wanna pick the Steelers because those those bastards always pull it pull it out, you know? Um, oh, here that sh that shit loaded finally. Let's see here, Ravens. They got Miami as the favorite. I don't like that. I don't believe it either. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Sorry, sorry guys. Um. Okay, Ravens here. They only allow 18 points a game. They both score about the same a game. The Falcons did lose to the Cowboys. At home, too. 
and barely beat the Giants at home. They're four and seven. Ravens are six and five. The Ravens uh, just beat Cincy and Oakland, which aren't too tough of uh, matchups there. But man, that's a tough one. Is Flacco playing? He's questionable. Hmm. I think I'm going to make a switch. I think I'm going to switch it up. Um, I put low points, but I'm going to pick the uh, Ravens now. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens. I think they desperately desperately need a win as well so they might they might be out there trying to get it okay got that all right next we got uh let's see here what we got next week 13 unlucky week you never know what's gonna happen this week oh that chargers pittsburgh okay um Let's take a look at the stats here. You know, they give uh they're giving Steelers 3.5 because they're the home team. Ooh, Chargers missing Gordon. Wow. Now, now that Eckler is a bad boy though. I could see him doing some um some decent work for them. But it's in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh just lost to Denver, which I don't think they're happy about. But they're also collapsing a little bit. Pittsburgh's been, you know, having some 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 troubles within within the uh, confines. I, Big Ben talking shit, but um, are his own teammates. And but at the end of the day, I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna pick Steelers. Because I hate them and I know that they will win just to spite me. Okay? Buccaneers, Panthers, that's a that's a Panthers all day, man. Come on, son. You gonna ask me questions like that? Don't even ask. Don't even ask a question like that. That's an obvious one. Who got Fitz Tragic or Jameis Crableg Winston? Either way, not happening. Colts Jags. Now there's a game that I could see going either way. It's in uh, Duval, Jacksonville, and uh, Jacksonville is not the favorite here. Got some injuries on both sides. Ramsey's questionable. Marvin Mack, uh, Ty. Hilton and Eric Ebron all questionable for the for the Colts. Um, ooh, that's tough, man. Ooh, isn't Bortles not playing? Also, didn't I hear that somewhere? Let's see if I heard that correctly. I should say that at the top. Colts. 
Yep, yep. Uh, Cody Kessler. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Now, Fournette is a bad boy, so you never know with him, but I'm uh, taking the Colts. I'll date Colts. Browns, Texans. Oh, and here's a game. I always pick them brownies. They're on the come up. But the Texans I also always pick because I love them. I think they're one of the most talented teams on paper. And um, unfortunately think, especially in Houston, I don't, I don't see the Browns pulling this one off, man. That sucks too because I like them a lot. Um, let's see here. Let's see the um, points for and against. Basically, same points for. The Browns allow just too many yards. <sighs> that sucks. Really sucks. I'm going to be real and I'm going to go with the Texans because they have just been whipping everyone they play lately. And if you're going to whip everyone you play like that, how do I how do I not pick pick you? Okay? Um and I'm trying to win this cash money, so we're going to be real about that one. Of course the Browns will win, watch. Jets, Titans, both some trash teams. If you want to watch a couple of garbage pails go at it on live TV, you could watch this game. And um, Titans favored by eight points. I think that is a little generous. And I, if I were a gambling man, I would take... I am a gambling man, actually, but I would take the points on that one. Um, let's see, rush yards allowed. Uh, yeah, the Jets are screwed, straight up. We're going to take the Titans there. Okay. Chiefs Raiders. Uh, is that a question? Chiefs. Vikings Patriots Now the Patriots Are not doing so hot Man if you ask me They ain't really that, that that team to beat anymore I don't know I don't know what happened to them man But um I did watch The Vikings lose a lot of games Lately so I'm gonna go with uh Oh it's in Foxborough too yeah, that's game blouses right there. I'm going to go with with the uh, New England Patriots. Seahawks, Niners. Seahawks, thank you very much. Monday Night Football. Eagles, Redskins. Whew, close call there. But, um, you know... Alex Smith got Theismann. 
why are they acting like that, man? He's not even on the injury report. Is it because he's obviously not playing, or what? what's up there? The man's leg was coming out of his damn mouth. You telling me this man's not on the injury report? Come on. Redskins just lost the Cowboys. The Cowboys, so... Can't trust them there. Eagles beating the Giants. Uh, they're at home. They should be able to win that game. You know, I don't have much faith in them, but I'm going to pick them. I'm going to pick them, man. Okay. And then um, the Monday night game, you got to pick total points scored for the tiebreaker. I'm going to go with, let's see, each team is scoring and allowing about 20 points a game. So I'm going to go with maybe 42. Or how about, um, let's see, what would that be? 24 to 21 would be 45. I'm going to go with that. some version of that to get 45 points. Okay? Alright. Simple enough. Now, let's get to the points. Are we ready? Is everyone ready for this? The lock. 16 because, ooh, are there no bye weeks, man? Are there no bye weeks? Anyway, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Oakland Raiders. That's an easy 16 points. Bada boom, bada bing. Okay, Rams. And Saints are a couple teams you'd like to put a lot of points on as well. But... Let's see here. Saints and then 14 with the Rams playing the Lions. Better not let me down. Be letting me down. Um, okay, then we got um, what's next? 16, 15, 14, 13 on um, the Pats. The Pats, Pats, Pats. What do you guys think? Oh, okay. Yeah, guys. Thanks. Um, yeah. 13 on the Pats. Let's do... Um, let's see here. I, I'm already feeling it that you guys are getting bored from this one. So if you'd like, you could skip right through this. This is just probably brutal to listen to. Probably very brutal to listen to, to be honest. Um, let's see here. Seahawks, Niners. I'm taking the Seahawks with 12. I'm going to take... I'm just going to rush through this now. We're going to take the... Uh, 
and I lied because now I'm slowing down. Um, Broncos over Bengals for 11 because there's those injuries. Okay. Packers over the Cardinals. I got. I gotta take that. 10. Panthers That's tough man Let's see who got the most uh, Points on the spread On the spread Packers got some big points On that spread boy Big old points Titans as well so, I think I might go with, go with the Titans here as my next one. And that would be nine. So, nine. I'm giving the Panthers eight. Man, I think they can easily beat that team. Telling me the Buccaneers are going to beat the Panthers? They probably will, but we'll see. Eagles, I'll give seven because, um, yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, let's see, next, six, how about Bears over John? Well, I don't know if Chase Daniels is playing. That's what's worrying me here. Um, I still think they can beat. Or the, the Bills? Um, that's, it's getting tough here. How about um, Colts? Six. Bears. Five. And then we'll do uh, Ravens. No, no, no. I don't really know about that one. So four will go with uh, Texans. Three with the the Steelers maybe. Bills two. And number one, Ravens over the Falcons because I'm not sure about that. All right, guys, done. That's unlucky week 13. You know what happens there. Some bad things. I heard some things. I heard things. You know Robert De Niro when he says that. I heard things. I heard some things. <laughs> um, Alright. The football is over. I've sent it out. Now I can go on with my life. Roll Tide. Alright, now we're done with the most boring part for some of you. We're on to some real things. Some real life issues. So, uh... What's been going on with me this week, man? You know, you mentioned I've been tired, but... That's just life, man, you know... When you're tired, it means you're 
you know, you're working yourself. You should be tired. It means you're, uh, you know, trying to push forward. Push forward, as my dad would say. And, um, you know, you don't want to be overtired. You need that time to yourself every now and then. And I actually don't have a day off. I don't have a weekend. Um, and when I do get a day or two off, I honestly feel bad. I feel like, well, my, I should be doing something. I should be making some money. You know, providing, providing for my fam, for my child, for the additional sibling. We had a, my uh, sister is adopted from China, and um, we went in a group. We went with a group of um, families adopting, um, and there was a man there. He kind of, he kind of resembled a turtle, and this man would would uh, constantly talk about how his his um our his um biological child would handle the additional sibling meaning his, his adopted child and he would say the word additional sibling probably about 20 times a minute um so that's been a little joke of mine and my brothers and the fam for a while the additional sibling um this guy was very strange um I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up on the FBI most wanted list. To be honest, he was a creep. And uh, I felt that as a 12-year-old boy, you know, and you just sense things. Kind of just sense there's something wrong about this boy. This man, actually, this man. I was a boy. But, um... Uh, so anyway, 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 anyways, I used to have a, a lady friend, some would call a girlfriend, who would get on me for saying anyways, because apparently that's not a word, it's anyway. <sighs> Sorry, I had to replenish with some water, but yeah, you know, it's a filler word, man. You really think I need to be worried about saying any ways with an S? Who cares? I'm not, you know? I'm saying it because I'm trying to think of what else to say. That'd be like saying, uh, oh, actually it's um, or you know, you know, Chinese people, their fill a word is they'll kind of say, uh, they'll kind of say nga, and, um, you know, some might correct them on that. Say what 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 you really mean to say. But um Hey. That's just a little joke, man. Let's not get too up in arms about that one. But they will say that though. I was over there and you know, I didn't know what they were saying, but I heard a lot of nigga, nigga, and I'm a little confused at the time. I was like, damn dude. Y'all rappers? Y'all Y'all, y'all throwing up sets? What's going on here? Then I re- I uh, discovered, I think using the internet, what was going on there. It's just, you know, the way they speak, kind of... It's funny how the way we speak, our filler words will be different things. Like, it's just more natural to, to say certain things while you're thinking. And for us, it's uh, uh, uh kind of like we're a robot that's... um. You know, a robot that's been frozen for a moment. Duh. Duh. 
Um, but yeah, I hope you guys had a nice snow spanksgiving. You can get back to spanking. And um, do a little Adrian Peterson. Going AP on yourself. You know? Um, I did mention my um, my friend that was going to join the podcast and how... You know, he ended up not being able to make it, but um, you could always check him out at the Red Eye Report. Um, what else I got here? Um, I'm gonna kind of, kind of look at my notes and and go backwards. You know, um, tell you what, it is Black Ice season. And it is wild out there, man. And some people will call it black guys. And kind of make you think they're talking about black gentlemen. So, you know, you might have a white woman say, Man, just a, just a patch of black guys is out there. And they're really, you know, they're really at me. They're at my neck, you know. They made me fall. They knocked me over. Just a, just a big group of black guys. And you might you might kind of kind of step back with your mouth agape, like whoa, lady, take it take it down a notch. Is this to kill a mockingbird? Is this some kind of you know? But she was really saying black ice, and um, you know that's you know you know what else is out there though is white ice and that's you know that's um, something people don't take as serious of course but I found myself the other day um, stepping out of my vehicle and there was um, you know the white lines in the middle of the road that were real iced up you know they had a little kind of like they were part of the Migos they had you know they had some bling on they were iced up and I went to step on that and I hit that white ice and I, I, I looked like Brian Boitano. I was out there skating, doing, doing some crazy little, crazy little moves. And luckily, I did not fall. But it was a close call, man. And that's, that's you gotta watch. That just shows don't be discriminating. Watch out for the black ice and the white ice, because they're all the same when we get down to it. And yeah, I almost that I almost found myself with a torn groin, or um, you know maybe a torn labrum of some kind, uh, the other day from that black ice, white ice. But uh, so watch out for that. You know, wear proper footwear. I find a lot of people run into problems. I was wearing proper footwear, but um, a lot of people try to wear these trendy boots that are basically. The bottom of them are basically just slick. You know, you're basically ice ice skating out there. And I know fashion is pain, but, you know, you got to be careful. You know, dress appropriately. Yeah, and, you know, it's also dangerous driving season. You know, I've, um... Some of you may not know, but I used to work for uh, Fox 6 News out here in Milwaukee. Right now, I'm kind of doing my own thing. I'm uh, independently doing some uh, media work, you know, doing the podcast, focusing on uh, making money, because I make about double the amount of money 
delivering food that I did at news, which is very sad. You know, news truly is a, uh, you know, you're in it for the, um, for the love of it, for, uh, the community. And you know, I'm not from around here. My community love is not that strong. And it's kind of a dead end. There's not many places to go once you're there. And I was working overnight. And um, I would get a little walkie-talkie and kind of go where the action was. Maybe there's a shooting or whatever. And I'd film it. And then I'd go back to the station and upload it. And around this time, um, it was brutal, first of all. But um, they were paying me about $13 an hour to do that. Risk my own life. But there was a lot of accidents going on. These late-night icy roads. And I just want everyone out there to be careful. Um, you know, really watch texting and driving. And I know for me, working hard, I'll drive tired. And that's just, you drive, driving tired, you're basically driving with about a, uh, I don't know, man, I, I, I'm not a scientist, but I'd say you're driving with about a 0.8 or is it 0.08 blood alcohol limit. Because you're, you know, you might be so tired that you're looking at the road and you don't really know what you're looking at. You might start thinking, you, you might start lucid dreaming. You might start thinking you're Dale Earnhardt. Start cruising a little too fast. And you know, you don't want that happening. I saw a lot of ugly things, a lot of bodies in the road. Uh, I saw a limb, an appendage. I'm not, I'm, I'm really not sure what it was to be to be uh to be honest it was definitely larger than a uh, penis but you never know man some of these brothers out here some of these um cubans even some of these italians man they get girthy they could that could have been um you know maybe he was wa watching a little uh red tube as he was driving i could have caught caught a glimpse of a little little a uh not a little but a um a large erection just lying in the middle of the road and those are some brutal brutal things to go and witness man um a lot of crazy people um not the best best time and eventually i had to depart there because i was not making the money and you know it's not really my calling um i'm kind of looking to be an entertainer and the news is not entertainment you know it is to some people but um the other thing is man news I mean, we would be pulling stuff straight from CNN. I mean, I'm giving away some secrets here, but we'd be pulling scripts. We'd be taking the video from CNN and then just taking their script. But we'd have a different person reading it, and maybe they'd change a couple words. And you've all seen that video on Facebook of every news outlet saying the same thing. That's really how it is, man, and I don't trust these news outlets. And I don't, you know, everyone wants to get mad and say, you know, you don't trust the media. The media is flawed, man. You really just go out there and experience life. 
don't let them keep you scared from going outside because a because a a man on 37th and Capitol pulled an AK out of his trunk and started shooting. You know those type of things happen, but you know even if you stayed in your house, what if you're in one of those neighboring houses and caught a stray from the AK, as Tupac would say. You know, you're not always safe, and these odds, the odds are so slim on some of these things. You just, you know, you're just, you don't want to be a bubble boy. Don't be a bubble boy, okay? Um... I uh, actually, there's this man, I told you about that man that walks around uh, my neighborhood, uh, Lawrence. He's a homeless gentleman, um, kind of kind of looks like he's from the disco era, um, and I believe he's on some methamphetamines or something, because he's a little hopped up sometimes, yet he doesn't, like, he'll reintroduce himself to me, and it's like, bro, I've you helped me change a tire once, you know who I am. We've had extensive uh, conversations. But Lawrence, I've been realizing, is almost cartoonish. And sometimes I think, is Lawrence real? Is this like a fight club in, uh, scenario? Is Lawrence just a... Is Lawrence me? You know? Did I fix that tire? But, um, you know, he's just like a dark cloud, man. Sometimes Lawrence comes around, you can tell when he's high or not. But sometimes he comes around and he's real happy, you know. He's, you know, what up, man? He tells these bad jokes for money. That that's the jokes he tells. Um, and then other times he comes around and you can just see the gloom. And I can, you can kind of tell he's putting on a little bit of a show to try to get some money. But he, uh, you got that dark cloud above him, and he'll just, you know, he'll be trying to make you feel bad. I'll show you that, uh, I think I've mentioned he's got a, uh, hernia that literally looks like a softball coming out of his chest. And I don't know how he did it, but I'm sure it doesn't help his, um, drug use. Because he probably wants that pain to go away. Um, and you know, honestly, what do you, what... I heard a man, I heard Donnell Rawlings, who was Ashley Larry in a Chappelle show, talking about, um, you know, African Americans and health, mental health, and how, you know, to them, instead of saying, you know, I'm stressed, I got anxiety right now, to them, it's, you know, I'm feeling a little fucked up right now. That's They just use different words. And to them... They got a hundred dollars. They gonna go use that for a ther- an hour long therapy session, or are they gonna use that for some Hennessy and a bag of weed? You know, that's just a cultural thing, and honestly, a neighborhood thing. You know, poor white men will do the same thing, and um, you know, a lot of this these stereotypes are not of races but of classes. And I think, you know, that I brought bring that up because Lawrence, you know, he's going to get this money from people. But let's be real. Is he going to go get that hernia fixed um, and keep saving up money until he can do that? Or is he going to just go numb the pain away? And um, you, I, you can't really fault him for it, man. You know, you're not in his position. Uh, I believe he's told me he's ha- he had a kid 
in the past, you know, who he probably never sees, so he's got some emotional pain there, too, and, uh, that, it's sad, you know, he tells some bad jokes, that's, that's really his biggest crime, to me, are these jokes that he tells, and I think one day I might, um, I might sell him some jokes, or maybe, you know, tell him some of these jokes need to be, uh, revamped a little bit, but, yeah, there's a lot of cartoonish people out there, man. You know, you ever think that? You see a guy, you think, like, you're straight from a cartoon, bro. I bet you open your closet up, and you just got 20 of the same shirt lined up. You know? I bet you don't even eat, because you're just a cartoon. You don't need to eat. I bet you there's a man speaking for you writing a script of what you're going to do and say each day. Because you're a goddamn cartoon, bro. And wouldn't that be crazy? If we were all just, you know, some kind of, you know, that quote, um, the world is a stage and, you know, we're just mere, mere, uh, players, actors. Um, it would be wild. But I wouldn't doubt it, because sometimes you feel like things are happening, and you don't even have control of them. You know? The other day, I felt like a movie, um, kind of like a Hallmark movie. First, I had a man give me 25 cents. I was trying to fill my, um, my car with some, my tires with some air. And a homeless man gave me 25 cents because I was a quarter short. And the deli man, or the gas station man, was being a little, you know, he was being a little, little hard ass. And I, I had about 15 pennies and he wouldn't give me a quarter. So this homeless man said, here's a quarter. He said, I ran out of gas back in the day around here and I want to pay it forward. And although I didn't run out of gas... I mean, I thought, wow, this is straight out of a movie, man. What a nice guy. And he didn't ask me for money or nothing. Then, today I'm helping a man, an elderly gentleman. He couldn't figure out how to do the parking, um, the electronic parking uh, meter thing. And you know they do that, so peep the elderly and, um, you know, the um, lower IQ humans have a rough time and get tickets because this man was adding money and it was every time he would add money it would start him over which I didn't understand what was going on either uh, it wasn't accumulating the money it was just like he would put in a dollar then uh, go to his car for more money and he had a cane and then he put in the same space number and add a dollar and it would start as if he never put in that first dollar so I told him, just put in all your receipts on your dashboard and, um, you know, let them see that you've paid. And this gentleman gave me a couple bucks as a thank you because he said no one else was stopping to help him. And it was one more time. I thought, man, this shit is a movie. This ain't real, man. This is weird. But, you know, maybe I'm just a little more connected with people and that sometimes, to me, feels like a movie. A lot of these people just walk right on by. They say, not my problem, you know? And uh, I wish we would stop doing that, man. Uh, really do. Uh, 
gotta love everyone like your neighbor like your family um and I hope he didn't get a ticket man cause that'd be a shame I told him you can challenge these tickets so I hope if he does he does that so you know we'll see hopefully I meet see him sometime in the future Hey, hey, I only got a couple minutes here inside, but gonna get some good audio, some clear audio, some clean audio up here in the crib. Um, just stopping home, you know, I'm about to go work again, be out on the road. But um, right now I'm checking out this Saints Cow- Cow- Cowboys game, the Cowboys, and um. Which is an obvious Saints win to me, but, you know. So, I don't know what happened there. I, I got cut off, but I was was saying um, I'm also playing NHL over here on my other TV because I'm a, I'm a two-TV man. Um, I got one TV for playing games, one TV for the game, and that's just how I do it. That's just how I do things. Um, that's just me, man, you know, I like to have dual screens, you know, um, I work so damn much, when I got my time, I like to utilize my time, so I play, play a game, and watch games, or movies, at the same damn time, so that I can, um, do my favorite activities and hobbies, um, at the same time. And um, not use double the time, which I don't have, to do these things. Um, and I love it, man. You know, it's really fun. It's very millennial in uh, 2018 of me. But it's great. You know, they're both, they're not anything crazy. They're small screens, you know. I'm not out here with gigantic TVs, living some kind of bougie lifestyle. Um and then I think I also mentioned in that recording that I'm a water drinker. That's what I drink is water. And I've always just been a water drinker. And honestly, it's because that's what's good for you, man. We can't be drinking this soda. Just sh- We're just drinking sugar. We're drinking diabetes. And when then we wonder why we're not hydrated. That doesn't hydrate you, man. You need to get that water. Get that water in you, boy. That's what helps you. That's what gets you going. Uh, I know Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers said one of his um, biggest tips that changed his life around was that every morning he drinks an eight glass, eight ounce glass of water right off the bat. Just wake up, boom, drinking that shit. And, um, cause you dehydrate overnight from sleeping and, um, I thought that was awesome because he's right. You know, you should do that before bed and in the morning. And especially if you're an alcohol drinker, you should do that. But, um, you know, stay hydrated, drink water. You know, I also drink coffee, which is basically just uh, water with beans in it and, um, These are kind of like jumping beans. Um, these beans get in you and they kind of energize you. They kind of hype you up. Um, and that's coffee and that's caffeine and that's a hell of a drug. But we don't call it or consider it a drug 
because we're Americans and we're hypocrites. But, um, yeah, coffee and water, my only drinks. And then sometimes I'll drink some, uh, some almond coconut milk, a little mix, a little blend. And, um, that's, uh, that's what I drink. Um, and I drink that for the protein, but I've been, never been a milk fan. Um, I've heard we're not really supposed to have milk past a certain age. And then when you think about it, you're drinking cow's milk. And what's that milk for? It's to fatten up a cow. And a cow's a big animal, man. And we're going to drink that? We're just fattening ourselves up. And the hormones in there, boy? You don't want them cow hormones. Come on, son. Get together. So I stick to almond coconut milk. And I, f- I notice a big difference. It's easier on the stomach. Um, there's no sugar in there. There's no... Um, you know, it's just, it's just healthier. It's, it, it's great. And it tastes great to me. I think it's delicious. I don't get... Uh, I get unsweetened. And then I, you know, sometimes get the vanilla flavoring. But no sugar. Alright, so, you know, and that's just me, you don't have to do it that way, some people drink cashew milk, I've seen this new thing, uh, pea milk, which I drank a little bit too, it's made out of um, peas, out of the vegetable peas, and that is a great idea, it kind of, the taste is an acquired taste, literally, I think of Everything in the world that is the most pure definition of acquired taste is is um, pea milk. Um, the first time you have it, you're like, eh, it's kind of weird. That's interesting. But I'm telling you, as you start drinking it, you're like, ooh, this is good, man. It's good. And once again, you get that vanilla unsweetened. And that's got the plant-based protein, and it also has omega-3s. So, big help. And both, all these milks I've mentioned, these alternative milks, pea milk, cashew, almond, coconut, they all have more calcium and more vitamin D than than, uh, cow milk. I feel like my phone might uh, actually explode right now. It's got so many apps running. Uh, I've got a GPS running. I've got a uh, street app running, which you know follows your follows your location. So that's basically another GPS. Um, and now this. So if you uh, kind of hear me make a um, CeeLo Green type of noise, uh, my phone may have just exploded my ear and I have fallen. Anyway guys, oh you like that? I said anyway. <laughs> Got him. But uh, I forgot to mention earlier the Edmonton Oilers and although they don't play too well. They have Connor McJesus, 
also known as Connor McDavid, the greatest hockey player possibly to ever live. I mean, Gretzky, this is the thing about Gretzky, man. He was playing in a league in an era where they didn't know what the hell they were doing, man. I mean, they had barely just started allowing you to curve your stick. I think, in fact, he was one of the first men to use a curved stick so that he could roof it on people. Go top shelf. Go go a little top titty. Look, go where uh, Grandma hides the cookies type. Um, and not that he wasn't a great player, but it's almost like... Uh, it's almost like how they talk about Will Chamberlain. Like, he was playing back when no one was that size or had that athleticism. And that man's out there just dominating. Um, not that he wasn't good, but it's like, you know, me playing against a bunch of fourth graders. And I'm just holding the ball up, saying, come and get it. David is an absolute manimal and is a complete player. And Gretzky was great too, man. A lot of those records are not going to be beaten. And I, and don't get me wrong, he is the best ever, and I don't think anyone's going to be as good as him ever. But um, just take that with a grain of salt, right there. And um, what else I have to say? You know, they also have Leon Dry Cycle. Who is a German player who's unbelievably good, plays on the Oilers, and I'm a big fan of him. I actually like him more than McDavid, kind of. You know, a little equal, but you know, I just I like I like Drysdale, and um, I think it's cool that a German player is in the league playing that that high caliber. You know. Big old sips. Um, so, and that kind of leads me to talk about college ball. Okay. So college ball, we got a lot of fans of college ball out there, and I'm not really one of them. You know? No, not no, not this guy. Not this guy right here. You know why? You know, people like to say, you know, my dad included, which I respect his opinion um, more than anyone in the world. He also played quarterback until he took a Theisman-like hit, and he's got a 12-inch scar on his knee. Um, unfortunately, you know, it was old-school medicine back then. They probably just, you know, they probably just opened his leg up um, I mean, hell, they probably opened my dad's leg up and tied a rubber band around, around the break, and we're kind of just like, there you go, bro, get back out on the field, you pussy, and, um, he likes it because he says, you know, they play for the love of the game, 
they play, um, you know, they play to get noticed. They want to get noticed for, to get in the league, to get in the big leagues, um, make a name for themselves, um, and all that jazz. But, and I agree, you know, they're not getting paid, they're not playing for money, so they try. You know, the people getting, getting paid... Sometimes it's like, oh, do I, if I'm tired or I partied last night, do I really need to try that hard this game? Like, I'm already getting paid a million dollars for this game. What's, what's the big deal? Um, so I understand that part, but it's the competition level. You see some of these men and uh, some of these boys in the NCAA, and, you know, if they're good... They're playing a bunch of, you know, they're playing a bunch of, um, you know, a bunch of me's. Like me. Like literally me. You know? They ain't playing, um, that high of competition. Not everyone is in the league there for them. So, um, it's not, it's really not that challenging of a league. Um. I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but um, let me take a look. I did make some notes about this because because I felt like this was something I really wanted to talk about. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. Okay. I also wanted to correct myself earlier. Talked about, uh, I was a little confused when I was talking about Louie Anderson. Um, that really isn't a mix of Louie Anderson and Louis C.K. for that, for my friend Larry Anderson's name at all, when you think about it. So, um, that was my mistake. I think I was trying a little too hard to make a joke, make a connection. So, that would be my bad. Um, what else here? Um, yeah, so I was talking about this college thing because of people like Zion Williamson, um, who has a great name, but, uh, Again, he's playing, he's playing a bunch of boys. He's playing a bunch of men who are boys. Boys, boys to men. Boys dressed as men. However you want to kind of look at him. But he ain't playing professionals. And he's a big ass man. He's a giant man. And, um... They can hail him as a king, but, I mean, bro, who is this guy really playing right now? Who is he playing? He's playing, um, Steve Harvey's son, who, you know, like, Steve Harvey's son who decided the ball at the same school, or at, uh, at a school in the same conference, you know? <laughs> like, he, um... 
it's just kind of absurd. There's just such a big gap right there. And I don't really think Zion's that good either. I don't like him. Um, I think he's goofy. Um, uh, maybe I'm wrong if the Cavs, the Cleveland Cavs draft him. I'll tell you one thing. My opinion will drastically change about him. Um, he will be the next coming of Christ if he is drafted. Just so you know. Um, but I wanna wanna get back to this college ball thing. Um, I just look at teams like Alabama, and you know they have every good recruit. They like how are you? How are you gonna lose when? I mean, there's only a handful of good players in that in the in the league, and they have all of them. So how are they ever gonna lose? They're not. It's almost like uh, remember when the female basketball team UConn was like literally undefeated. They just could not lose. It's because how many good female ballers are there at that age? And then they have all of them on one team. And, like, is that that impressive? That's That makes the Warriors and uh, the Heat back with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh look like, look like nothing, man. Look like no big deal. Because these men, these these organizations are taking these boys and women, gals, when they're uh, young, when they're young, and that's kind of disgusting, if you ask me. But um, they're just playing normal dudes, man, normal dudes, and then they got elite training, they got elite bodies, they're fast. And then they get in the NFL and everyone's fast. Then what are you going to do? And that's the problem with people like Tim Tebow and some other college phenoms that once they got in the league, they couldn't ke- they couldn't keep up because they weren't ready for that. Um, they weren't ready. Straight up. Just straight up. And uh, that's the difference of someone who can play, you know, can compete at a high level and someone who's a professional player. It's a big old gap. A big old gap right there, man. Um, You know, also with sports here, I want to bring up the uh, whole missing a... um, Missing an extra point, missing a field goal. When people, you know, at the end of the game, they'll say, well, if they didn't miss that extra point, if they didn't miss that field goal, they would have won. And no, it doesn't work like that. No. No. That's like um, in basketball with the refs, you know? No. Not because of the fouls, because if you didn't put your, you know, you can't blame it on, on them because... If you weren't in a position that is that close of a game, 
um, it wouldn't matter. And this kind, these kind of things are part of the game, and they're always gonna happen. And you need to know that um, you gotta look past it. And that's the truth. You gotta keep playing no matter what. I've learned that in hockey. I would never pay attention to bad calls. You know, I would I would kind of throw up my my stick and glove in the air. You know, and go come on while I'm down by the net playing goaltender and no one is around to hear me. Um, but um, what am I saying here? You know, someone told me that you can't say, hey, I forgot what I was saying on the podcast. Like, I'm supposed to have some scripted, you know, rehearsed thing. You know, this is a stream of consciousness, guys. I'm just, you know, off the dome, just, you know, giving my thoughts, you know, talking. We're having a conversation here. And that's the good thing about a podcast is um, it's not so blocked off. Like, you know, on TV, you have these interviews and they have just couple minutes they gotta say straight to the point the things they want to say and um it kind of ruins real conversation um and it feels very inauthentic um and you don't want that you know it's not a big deal to kind of kind of tell you oh i forgot what i was talking about um at all So, yeah, so those field goals, you know, this ain't um, back to the future, you know. It's not what could have happened if you made that field goal. It's if you miss the field goal, you keep playing. You, you, um, you make up for it. It's like you missed a, missed a catch. It's like you missed a, you know, a, a touchdown run. You were yards short, so stretched out. It's the same thing. But just because these guys come in for like one play, they get way too much, way too much shit about it. Like it's, like it's, like it's uh, just a kicking game. Like we're playing soccer now. We're playing football. Um. Tell you what, what else went went going down here? Past this boy, there's this man on the corner, um, who's always dancing. And this man may be, you know, he may be a little powdered. He may be a little, uh, he may be dashing through the snow, as they say. Maybe getting a little too wild, but uh. He's he's always looking fly. Sometimes he wears a cowboy hat. He's on a Titonia or a Titonia, however you say it. Um, I've noticed that uh, white people say Titonia, and then um, black people will say Titonia. So that's a little little thing here in Milwaukee. Kind of like uh, in New York, they have Houston Street, but it's spelled like Houston. But I believe everyone says Houston if you're from New York. And, um, anyway, this boy, he dances on the corner. And 
I'm telling you, these dance moves are nasty. He'll be he'll be doing the Michael Jackson one leg up kick, then the spin, and um, you know I never he doesn't have a sign nothing cup no I just I wonder what his deal is does he just love the dance is he trying to make money but he's not gonna throw it in your face um he. He does seem to appear to be um, a homosexual. That's that's for sure. Um, and now when I say that, that might offend some of you. But you know, you know, sometimes you just get a you just get that vibe. You just kind of someone might come across as a homosexual. And there's not really, um, you know, there's not really a way that homosexuals act. But at the same time, there kind of is a way they act. You know, there kind of is. There's um certain... Um, it's almost like you can just sense it. Um, and that's not bad or good, really. It's just, it is what it is. You know, it's a human instinct to kind of think about those things. Um, it's kind of how you just... You know, you can just kind of um, sense a good person. Or sense a person with good intentions. It's the same kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I love watching that boy dance, man. And um, I get a kick out every time I drive by. You know, I mean, that's a good for the community. You know, he's out there and, you know, you look around and the cars are laughing. And, um... I think he brightens up a lot of days. I, I think a lot of people are sick of him, too, who drive by a lot. But that's just terrible right there. Um, so. What else, guys? You know, lately I've been noticing how much people freak if you don't uh, instantly reply, you know, like, they'll text you, and, you know, some days you're on your phone, you are you're looking through, through the gram, or whatever, so, yeah, you can reply right away, but other days, maybe you're experiencing real life, and you got people spazzing out, if, you know, after a couple minutes, they'll text you again, like, or not, or, um, you know, they'll just be angry. They'll be like, never mind. Or, um, you know, they'll hold it against you like you're an asshole. They'll, they'll say, what are you doing? Or, um, you know, all kinds of things. And, you know, it's just kind of a sad world that it's like that. You know, like, I can't just put my phone away for a, for a minute, dude. Why am I obligated to just constantly be responding to these people and I think that's killing it's stressing out and taking away the energy of a lot of Americans that you have to constantly be be available to respond and uh, maybe some people don't think like that but I think it's a little scary and um 
I come across it a lot lately and you know people get very offended and um that's it's kind of all I got to say about that but um it's just a phenomenon nowadays like back in the day you left a toll you know you went to a a uh what the hell are they called the the toll booth but with phones um anyway you'd leave you'd leave a message and then that was it you might not hear from them for a couple days but now if it's a couple days it's like what the hell were you doing you know and uh I don't think that's right but um that's how it is, man. People expect instant, instantaneous everything. You know, mail is a, like, I mean, think of back in the day, bro, when you, if you had a girl, and you had the, you guys were apart for a little bit, and you had the mail letters. All that time that you're sitting there wondering, does she really like me? Or how's she gonna respond? Or is she gonna be okay with what I said? You have to wait, you know. These letters had to go across seas and across the continent. And you couldn't just be like, um, hello, are you there? It's insane. And we're very fortunate to have that. But I think it's really stressing out the community, especially with work stuff, that you're constantly on the clock. Constantly have to be replying. And that's not good, man. That's not good for anyone. Um, no one likes that. No one likes that. I might just... Uh, sometimes I feel like just muting it all. You know? And just kind of hiding out. kind of feels like you're... Kind of... Uh, you know? Playing hide and go seek... But all you really did was uh, put your phone on mute. And um, it's a rush, man, to just not be talking to these people. Um, yeah, yeah. So, kind of running, uh, winding down here. Ah. <sighs> Uh, let's see. So, 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 so. Whatever. What else we got going on, boys? We got, um... You know, what I was going to say about that dancing man is... You know, honestly... What's your first thought when you hear that story of that man? You think that man's on drugs. And I think it's kind of kind of fucked up that today um if someone's happy or just overly happy or just happy, we assume he's on drugs. Like you can't just be a happy person anymore. You know, and I it's kind of sad. 
and um, that's just some of my thoughts on the on the uh, subject I don't know about you what you think about that I mean there's definitely overly happy you can definitely be way too happy um, but it's just kind of sad to think that that's how people think um, tell you what man I'm switching bank accounts I'm doing another online bank I'm an online banker um, just straight up online all day and that's me that's me I like to do the online banks I think it's cooler it's uh, easier um, you know it's free that's a huge one um, and I'd like you all to do it. Hey, so, uh, yeah, I'm actually finishing this podcast up in the, uh, bathroom. Uh, happens to be in my favorite place in the house. Um, you know, I just saw an article that, uh, men spend, uh, seven years of their life hiding in the bathroom. For peace and quiet, and um, I think that's, it was a um, fake article, one of those kind of like the onion type things, but uh, I find it to be most likely true, because I know for sure, man, if someone's bothering me, if I'm trying to escape a little bit, I'll hop up in that bathroom, you know, I mean, if you sit long enough, something's going to come out. That's just the way it goes. You know, you could sit in there for a whole cycle, whole digestive cycle. Something's coming. But um, pretty much the only thing I had left to say today, after I, man, I feel like this podcast, I've been all over the place. I went from sitting at home to driving to uh, back at the house. It's almost like a, you know, if I edit it right, maybe started with this, it'd be like a Pulp Fiction type thing. Maybe I'll do that in the future, you know. I probably have different moods, different sounds of uh, each time too, you know. It's uh, just a whirlwind of a day here, but I did want to bring up on Black Friday, I was kind of cruising, um, cruising after buying, uh, going into the movie theater just to buy some popcorn, which is something I do from time to time, and, uh, I get pulled over, and this cop pulls me over saying, uh, you were a little too close to the car in front of you, I was like, what, that's a thing, man, he's like, yeah, tailgating, I was like, yeah, I've heard the term, but you get pulled over for it now? And, uh, you know, it was an obvious quota pullover. And this this cop, he um, asked for my license, registration, everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the most organized guy, so I hand him my, um, my insurance card. But then I kind of keep looking in the middle console because I, I have multiple... Like, I had the old insurance card in there still, and I'm not sh- I wasn't sure if I gave him the right one, so I was trying to see if the other one was in there, too. So I keep looking, and um, all of a sudden I hear him say, Sir, are you, 
uh, do you have any weapons in the car? And I was like, no. And he's like, may I ask what you're looking for? And I, 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 can, I can sense he puts his hand down by his gun. He said, what are you searching for? And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, I, I was just looking sometime. I have a different insurance cards. I was making sure I gave you the right one. And um, I was just kind of shocked like, that that quickly they're just ready to shoot. And I'm a white man. I'm a goddamn cracker. And this man, I mean, what what the hell am I, what am I going to fit in that glove box? It's not even the glove box. It's the middle console thing. What do I got the goddamn, uh, that minigun from Men in Black hiding in there? Oh, what the fuck could I have in there? Like, this man was ready to literally draw, draw arms. And so, yeah, that... I was just kind of insane, and then he comes back, you know, and I I told him, I was like, I was going literally the same speed as everyone around me, and just as close to the car in front of me, I'm not really sure why he pulled pulled me over for the ticket, but, um, you know, he had his reasons, and mainly probably because I'm out of state license plate, because I still have an Illinois plate, and, uh, yeah, so... You know, it's kind of scary thinking about that and just thinking, you know, what if I wasn't white? You know? And I honestly, that's what's so crazy is like I was honestly doing an innocent thing, but they are in a position that they just assume they're so tense all the time, like everyone's out to get them, that he was just assuming basically that I was about to the the shoot him. Um and I mean on one side I understand that's a job you're around death every day, you're around dangerous situations, you never know what's gonna happen. But I mean use some common sense, use some uh just some people skills. I mean you could have just at first been like, Hey, uh what are you still looking for? Or You know, you didn't have to try to intimidate me, you know. It's not a dick measuring contest out here. But, yeah, that was wild. And that, I mean, it really upset me. I got, I might get a ticket for that. I'm going to go challenge it. But, like, what a ridiculous thing. Tailgating. And it was... Black Friday, around 6 p.m., a bunch of cars. It was literally traffic. How can you not tailgate? It's ridiculous. It really is. The cops, you know, they wonder why we all hate them. This is why, man. You know, I told him as he was leaving, he said, any questions? I said... Yeah, man, I mean, it's the holidays, I got a kid, there's really nothing you can do. And he said, no, I'm sorry, I am already cutting you a break. I was like, what? How? (laughs) But, um, I don't know what happened, but nothing recorded after that uh, cop story. 
But yeah, that was just some bullshit. And um, what else did I want to talk about? I was bringing up um, the, uh, you know, first of all, since since earlier, the Cowboys beat the Saints. Some bullshit. Ruined my week of confidence pool. Um, I put 15 points on the, the Saints. Who dat? Just unbelievable. How you lose to them. I mean, I hate the Cowboys. But that trio of uh, Dak, Cooper, and Zeke is kind of likable. I gotta admit, it's pretty nasty. But I think Saints really fucked that up, man. It's those Thursday night games. Uh, People just aren't ready to play. It's always going a weird way. Um... And I think if you did pick the Cowboys, you should should not even get the points because you're just an asshole. You're an idiot. So, um, I know. What else did I bring up? Um, oh, I just, I hate when people say, who cares? Don't you hate that? You tell them something, they say, who cares? Yeah, what kind of asshole? Come on, man. But um, I also brought up to you guys that song Faded by Tyga and Lil Wayne. I was bumping that the other day. Do you remember that shit? I'm faded, 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 faded. I'm faded, faded. And I don't give a fuck. That shit went so hard, man. Lil Wayne come in and saying seven grams in the blunt. Um, saying, uh. She she know my dick. She call that thing Richard. <laughs> that man's a clever mofo. I'll tell you. But um, I was rocking that, and um, actually I thought my car battery. I just got a new car battery. I thought it was dead, and I had parked my car, and then I went to start it again to move it a little bit closer to the curb, and it wouldn't start. Wouldn't even try to start. And I was so pissed off, man. I called a friend to help jumpstart, but he was kind of working, so. I called AAA. These boys come all the way out at 1 in the morning, and they say, hey, man, the negative cable of your on your battery kind of just popped up off the battery. And uh, all you have to do is push it back down. And maybe you should tighten it, put some washers in there. And Dude, I felt so stupid. I made this man come all the way out that late just to literally push something back down. So, you know, if that ever happens to you guys, I mean, I'm probably the only asshole who wouldn't know that, but just like the little, um, it's kind of got a loop. It goes down onto the terminal of the, the, the negative charge of the battery. It can pop off and then just... You know, it's disconnected. So you just got to make sure it's on there. Tighten it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, this man, Triple A, pulled up like we were homies. He called me up. He said, hey, yo, Kev, I'm down here. Come out. Said, yeah, yeah, come out, Kev. I was like, damn, bro, we about to do a slap up on the corner? We about to, you know, I, he about to 
Hand me something, bro? Something going down? Am I, am I about to get faded? But um, he was a nice gentleman. I felt bad, but um, that's not my fault, man. I was, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And um, I think the only other thing I wanted to talk about on here is um, I was talking about the Denver airport. If any of you haven't heard, there's a bunch of conspiracies, and I found out because someone just briefly glossed over the conspiracies, and I was like, wait, what? But apparently there's all this shit, like, for real, there's a Freemason logo on their plaque. Um, there's supposedly tunnels underneath cons uh, a construction worker that worked on the project said there's tunnels under there for the, the New World Order to kind of um, escape if there's an alien invasion. And then apparently um, there's a, if you kind of, if you um, look from above the airport, it's shaped like a swastika. And you know, man, I saw the picture and it was one of those things where, you know, they traced the outlined it to help you see it. And it's kind of like they could have freaking drew the, the Patriots logo and I would have saw it, you know, when you just trace something, see anything. But it, and, uh, you know, it kind of resembled a swastika. But um, apparently the Denver airport had some fun with it. They got some murals in there. And they got, like, some lizard head people. And it says, what are we doing um, behind these walls? And it's, like, advertising and kind of a cool thing. But the one thing that I found interesting is so there's a blue horse statue outside the airport. And at night, it's got these red eyes that glow. And people say it's one of the fourth horsemen of the apocalypse. And the sculptor, in real life, when he finished sculpting it, it fell on him and killed him. And that's facts. That real hap really happened. And now that is creepy. But that's Denver International Airport, DIA. And you can look that up. It's all over YouTube. Um, some weird shit, man. But, um, I also wanted to say I had messed up the, um, the, um, voicemail and Google, you know, our, um, hotline. So, I'm sorry if I didn't get your calls. But, um, again, 414 and the email is kevin at butlertimepodcast.com. And you know what, man? If you want to hit me up, hit up my real email at butlertime331 at gmail.com. And my real number, 847-363-7777. And I'm not too worried because there's probably about two people out there listening to this. So if y'all wanna, you two wanna um, hit me up for a little three-way call, and um, you know just comment, give me some advice, you know tell some stories, ask for advice, just say who you are and who's listening. I wanna know who's listening. It's um, I wanna know who we're who we're reaching out there. So um, you know let's get interactive. Let's be communal. You know, if you're an artist, send me that. I'll promote it. 
you know, music, whatever. Um, try and do some things together, maybe get some interviews, some guests. Um, come on the show, guys. You know, I got some guests lined up now, actually. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say today. Um, I might, oh, I wanted to mention. So my roommate, he hates babies. And I've had my kid over lately. And I don't understand these people that hate babies. I think it says a lot about you. But he he came out, man, and he told me, you know, it's baby, baby's like six months. It's whimpering. I came out to get a bottle ready, and he said, hey, Kev, can you just uh, control, like, can I control the baby's sound, bro? If you can't sleep through a baby, you know, it's like a dog whimper. Maybe you need to go get some Roseanne Ambien. Maybe, my, you know, my baby's half black. Maybe you could say some things, too, you bastard. But, <laughs> um, I just thought it was rude, man. If that was a dog, no one would say a word. You know, it's something about people, they just hate babies. And they used to be babies. Innocent babies, man. And I don't know what it is about them, about the people, but it's kind of immature. You know, you're still in that adolescent stage. You just, babies are so far from your mind and your world that they're just a bother. Like, they're not, it's not even real to you yet. But man, I almost snapped on him. I actually just looked at him. And went straight to my room. I didn't even respond. And I ended up texting him. Told him I'm not the guy to mess with. Because man, I got an Irish and Sicilian Italian temper. And I'll snap, bro. I'll snap, man. And that's something I've been working on. Um, We ended up hashing it out. But um, I was going to get mad. And... I, I did end up texting him, kind of saying, bro, you need to, it's a baby, it's a fucking baby, but I almost did a little Chris Benoit, do you remember Chris Benoit, he was a WWE wrestler, and he actually snapped, and uh, killed his whole family, and then hung himself, and that's a little dark, but when he was wrestling, uh, JR, Jim Ross, the announcer, used to always tell Jerry the King Lawler, the other announcer, Chris Benoit has snapped, King. Benoit has snapped. And he would do this move, the Crippler Crossface, where he would kind of get you down on your stomach. And he'd put your, he'd have his feet over to the side, kind of. He'd grab your arm closer to his feet, put it between his crotch, kind of on his crotch, and squeeze so that um, you couldn't move that arm. Then he'd grab his hands across your face, and he'd uh, get a vice grip and just yank back. So you were kind of doing a, a forced yoga pose, you know? A little vinyasa. And um, he'd snap your head straight off if you don't tap. I always wondered why people didn't just grab his balls, kind of squeeze his balls to get out of it. But um, that was the crippler crossface. That was Chris Benoit. And he would snap. And I almost snapped like Benoit. Um, But I've been working on that, man. I noticed the reason I went to my room is because I've noticed for me it works. 
if instead of just letting those emotions flow and the instant reaction, you take a couple seconds to breathe and kind of in your head think things through, think of some mean things, but then after about 5-10 seconds you can respond and you're more calm and collected. And um, that's what works for me to not, you don't want to escalate the situation. So um, that's just something I found works. And, you know, because usually if I just respond off the cuff, I'm going for the jugular, man. And um, usually causes problems. So I've been trying to stop doing that. Um, But hopefully everything works out there with that. So, guys, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I need to get to bed. And um, I'm glad we updated some things. And hope you had a great holiday. Um, Love you guys. Be good to yourselves. Um, All right. Time over.